Monday, Thursday, uh, the day on which uh, Jesus predicts Judas will betray him and possibly the uh, evening, uh, the night that Judas actually betrayed Jesus. But Monday, Thursday does not get its name from the betrayal. Instead, Monday is a word derived from the Latin, or it's an abbreviation of a Latin word that means teaching or commandment, rather. Uh, and on this Monday, Thursday, uh, Jesus commanded the disciples during the Lord's Supper after he predicts Judas will betray him. He gives his disciples a commandment. Now, the interesting thing about this commandment that uh, Jesus says, This is a new, new commandment that I give to you, which means this commandment is not found anywhere in the Old Testament. Jesus is providing here new, new revelation, a new commandment, but this commandment follows from the command in the Old Testament to love one's neighbor as you love yourself. This is John chapter 13. Starting in verse 33, little children, I am with you a little longer. You will seek me. And as I said to the Jews, now I also say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. Jesus is about to die to give himself a substitutionary atonement for the sins of humanity. Uh, people cannot follow in that way. Jesus is the only one who could do that. And as such, he will be leaving them a little while longer and I will not be with you. A new commandment, this is verse 34, a new commandment I give you that you love one another. Now the love one another is already a commandment. Uh, we see that written in the law, that you love one another. But this part, even as I have have loved you. So the Old Testament was love one another, even as I will love you, right? I, I promise to redeem you. I will deliver you. I will bless you and cause you to prosper. And now Jesus is saying, love one another as I have loved you, like his work is finished, like he has done this, like we saw yesterday in Jesus's high priestly prayer. And John 17, he accomplished everything he came to the earth to accomplish. A new commandment I give you that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. How has Jesus loved the disciples? How has Jesus loved his church up to this point as he has been um, inaugurating his kingdom over the earth and his rule, his reign over the earth? Jesus has loved by teaching uh, scripture expositorily. He's loved in that way by judging justly, by holding religious leaders accountable. He has loved in that way. And he has been predicting his crucifixion and resurrection, especially during this Passion Week. He has been predicting his crucifixion and his resurrection. Love one another as I have loved you is a command that most likely means, hey, die for one another, serve one another, wash one another's feet, teach one another, lift one another up, uh, enable one another toward righteousness, train one another in righteousness. Uh, be there for one another. Do not cast one another out. Do not forsake one another. Uh, despite sin, despite wretchedness, despite the fact that 
uh, your brothers and sisters in Christ are wrong about stuff, do not forsake them. As far as it depends on you, live at peace with, with all people. Love your neighbor as as yourself. And now Jesus has set the example. Uh, God in the flesh, God the Son in the flesh, which we'll talk a little bit more about the distinction there tomorrow on Good Friday. Um, but Jesus is saying, look, I have set the example now. Um, before the incarnation, didn't yet set the example, only gave the command. Jesus came and he fulfilled all righteousness. He lived out the love that he commands of us, and he is going to lay down his life for his church. Love one another as I have loved you. Um, that quite literally means if we are in Christ, if we are Christians, if we are people of the book, people of the Bible, if we are children of God, the Father, we give ourselves over to a life of self-denial, of self-deprivation, of being willing to give up all things for the sake of other people, for the sake of the brethren, uh, being willing to give up our ministries, uh, being willing to give up our income, uh, being willing to give ourselves in service, uh, to give of our blood and sweat and tears, uh, to give up our comfort for one another, to give up our preferences for one another. Uh, once we become Christians, once we are in Christ, Christ commands us, as I have loved you, love others as well, which means give yourself up for them. And Christ himself is the example here. And this is what Monday Thursday is. Like this is how the kingdom of Christ is coming to overtake the earth. This is how God is bringing peace and justice not because people are going out and getting what they think they deserve or what they, they think they are entitled to, um, getting what's theirs, uh, getting uh, the repayment they think they need that is opposite of the Christian life. Instead, Jesus says, love one another as I have loved you. Give yourself up for other people. Sacrifice yourself for other people. Be a living sacrifice. Forgive other people unconditionally. Don't You don't have to expect retribution. Um, that's not the Christian way. Uh, instead, die for others. Uh, be a slave to others. Be a servant to others. This is the way Christ calls all of his children to live. And so I, I no longer, if I am in Christ, I no longer have the right to self-identify. I no longer have the right to merely seek my own preferences. I, I also need to seek the preferences of others and honor others. I have no right to seek retribution for myself. Uh, I have no right to live in a way that is unforgiving. Uh, I have no right to remember the wrongs of others or their ancestors. I have no right to do that if I am in Christ. If I am in Christ, I have died to the flesh and I have died to myself. I have died to my personal self-identity and self-glory and sordid gain on this earth. I have died to that. And that is the teaching we receive on Maundy Thursday. True love is not me seeking my satisfaction or my glory or what I think I need from other people. Love, according to scripture, is modeled by the example Jesus set in, in the gospels, in, in his life, in his incarnation, to literally die for the brethren, to give myself up and to serve sacrificially, to live like a like a dead man. 
in verse 11, these things I have spoken to you. <laughs> Excuse me. Skipped a whole page there. This is in verse 11, verse 35. <laughs> by this, all men, by this sacrificial love, by the denial of self, by the choosing not to seek retribution, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another, if you sacrifice of yourselves for one another, if you serve one another, if you die for one another. By this, people will know that you are my disciples. I recently saw a video on YouTube where a woke pastor was basically proclaiming the social gospel, um, proclaiming uh, the revived liberation gospel, the gospel of retribution, saying until until we treat people unequally, until we exalt people because of the color of their skin, um, we will not have equality in the church because certain people have been running a race ahead of other people. And instead of treating people equally, uh, instead of denying ourselves, instead of practicing forgiveness, uh, there needs to be some kind of retribution there for sin that happened centuries in in the past. And that really was sin, no doubt about it. But the lack of forgiveness and the seeking of retribution is exactly opposite the biblical love that we are instructed toward here. The biblical love we are instructed toward here is self-sacrificial. It's not retributive. Um, And as soon as we jump to the opposite end of the spectrum and start preaching and teaching a woke gospel, we disobey God's Maundy Thursday command, the command to love one another as he has loved us, to condescend to one another, to give ourselves up on on our crosses for one another, and to practice that forgiveness. That's that is the identifier for Christians, whereas what's being preached in large part today uh, proves that people are not Christians at all. Uh, people cannot identify us as Christians if we are preaching and teaching retribution. People cannot identify us as being in Christ, as being disciples of Jesus Christ, uh, if we are not serving one another, if we are not slaves to one another, uh, if our identity is anything other than in Christ, right? If my identity is white, or if I say, no, stop calling me a a, a white person, uh, I know that's offensive. Instead, I want you to call me Scottish American, right? Um, that, that would be entirely against the gospel of Jesus Christ. Our identification is in Christ. Uh, no longer am I defined by my worldly identity, my self-identity, even my biological identity in this life. I am not defined by the color of my skin, I am not defined by the types of clothes that I that I wear. I am not defined by the color of my beard, right, um, or hair. Uh, I am not defined by any of that. I am defined by Christ and His laws being written on my heart. Therefore, I can forgive unconditionally, without seeking retribution. There's a civil war going on inside me, Scottish and Irish, and my ancestors own my ancestors as slaves. Uh, (laughs) I owe myself retribution. The gospel doesn't allow for that. Love one another as I have loved you. And this guy on the video even used this verse to try and preach some kind of retribution, even though the verse is exactly opposite of that. So this is how we know we are Christians. If we can forgive unconditionally, 
if we don't ask for retribution, if we're not seeking what we think we are entitled to or have the right to, which can be applied to everything from uh, getting the job we think we deserve to being in a position in church we think we deserve. A lot of people in the church uh, presume to be teachers, even though they do not know the things upon which they are insisting, and they think they deserve the right to to preach from the pulpit, and it's, no one does. Uh, the gospel extinguishes those those sorts of claims. Um, if we are in Christ, we sacrifice ourselves. If we are in Christ, we love one another like Christ loved us by, by going to the cross for us and by representing the word of God well for the good of others and not just to make others feel good about who they are and the way that they self-identify. And this is good news. This isn't terrible news. This isn't bad news. This is, this is good news. And it is good news because the ways of the world and the philosophies of the world are proving not to work. And the only way, the only way we can have true equality, justice, and peace on this earth is by responding to the true gospel in a sincere way and choosing to give give of ourselves, to sacrifice ourselves rather than to try to, to get what we think we are entitled to. Uh, entitlement is the thing that has always Another word for entitlement, pride, right? Pride comes before the fall. For centuries and centuries and centuries, people become prideful. There is a fall. There is war. There is injustice. And all that stems from pride, love of self, love of money, self-entitlement, self-identity. This isn't new stuff. Um, and and the Bible, the Bible shows us that and Jesus Christ calls us to live in such a way that does bring peace and prosperity and that way is self-sacrifice slavery to one another true true unconditional love among Christians thank you for joining me this Monday Thursday I will see you at 8:30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time at the Church of Sunsites for our Resurrection Sunday service and brunch following that <laughs>